Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here. If you're new to the show, thanks for uh, checking us out. Let me introduce you to our uh, expert who's on with us every week. He is an ASC certified technician, and his name is Nick Stoffel. He runs a place called Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. We say good morning to you, Nick Stoffel. Good morning, Denny. How are things at the Lloyd's this past week? Busy yet with a lot of heat-related problems, I'm sure. Another warm week, and it looks like we're going to get some rain here this weekend. So uh, all in all is good. You know, we're into August, and you know, people are starting to talk about, and I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but, you know, kids going back to school, so it's a good time to have their vehicles checked over. Uh, many places are still a week or even two behind schedule-wise. So if you have a college student leaving at the end of the month here, you might want to get that on, on the schedule to have that car looked over before they uh, head head elsewhere. So, um, you know, things keep going along. You know, that's a good point. It, it's kind of hard to believe here it is August already, and you're absolutely right. A lot of folks, a lot of kids, grandkids going be going to college, maybe for the first time and maybe away from home. And uh, what's the process of if somebody calls up and said, hey, my uh, son or daughter or grandson, granddaughter, uh, they've got this car. We, we just got them. And uh, we want to make sure it's in good running you know, shape. They just call, set up an appointment. What does the technician uh, do? What do you guys do to, to check the, thoroughly check it out? Well, it, it's going to vary a little bit based on uh, year, make, mile, mileage. A lot of times it's the uh, it's the – the old, the parent's old car, so it's got many years and many miles on it. And a lot of times the conversation might be had that, you know, this person's leaving, they're not going to be back until the holidays, so we need to make sure we need to have as much um, ready to go, you know. you know, So we're not just thinking about the fact that it's August, but they might be driving this vehicle, they're not coming back until the holidays into December, so it's going to be a different season, different weather. So we want, you know, tires and, you know, antifreeze, and we want to have a little more full uh, spectrum of what's going on with that vehicle and make sure that the brakes and all those things have enough life left to give them those four or five months uh, until the, the, you know, they might be back for a visit. So it, it, it really depends on the age of the vehicle. You know, newer vehicles tend to be a little better. Maybe it's a few more maintenance items, but the older vehicle, higher mileage, we start to worry about some of the steering suspension. Uh, I mentioned the tires and the brakes, the, uh, not just the air conditioning, but the heating systems also. So um, it's a really good idea, though, just to have that looked at. You don't want to have uh, have your your student 
hundreds or thousands of miles away with a car problem and not know how to help them. So no, a little preventive sure. goes a long ways. You can sleep better at night, at least the moms and dads can, uh, for sure. If you have any kind of a car care question, let's say you have to bring in your car, your truck, your van for service, but you want to know a little bit what might be ailing before uh, that service writer uh, talks to you about your problems. You can call Nick or text Nick, same number, uh, either way. That number is 651-461-9226 for either a phone call or a text message. Now, keep in mind that Nick's going to be taking his leave about 30 minutes from now, so don't wait. If you have uh, any kind of a car care question, we'd love to hear from you sooner rather than later. Here's a question <laughs> of the ages we, we we used to get a lot from time to time. Texter says, does it help to leave all my windows down to save on fuel when driving? Uh, up or down? I mean, I, I've heard the answer, but uh, I'm not sure what you think, Nick. I'm not sure it matters. You know, um, I, I suppose maybe if the windows are down, there's more air flowing, so the aerodynamics of the vehicle is a little different, but I, I doubt it's measurable. I, I, I would go based on your comfort. Um, you know, some people like a little fresh air flow through the vehicle. That's great. Yeah. Some people want to have it, you know, closed up and have the climate control managing that for him. So that's a preference thing, you know. Me personally, if I you know, have to take a kid to camp this week and if I'm driving up the highway and I can have my windows down and have some fresh air flowing, that's what I want. Everyone's there you different. go. Yeah. All right. So uh, thank you for that text. And that's the way it works. Uh, car care question, 651-461-9226. A texter says, uh, and an interesting one, because when they hear us introducing you, as an ASC certified technician, uh, the question is, what does ASC stand for? And I thought, I should know this. And I know you do because you're, you and your technicians are master technicians. But what, what is ASE? What's that all, all about? So ASC is, um, there's a test. But what, what is ASE? What's that all, all about? So ASC is... Um, there's a test. It's, you know, it's uh, automotive service excellence. And okay. so when you, if you, like, I, I went to Dunwoody, as you, as you know, many years yeah. ago. And, um, you know, it's two, two years of schooling. And then they have, there's some on-the-job time. And I don't recall how much period of time you need to have on the job. But once you hit those criteria, you qualify to take these tests, the certification tests. Um, and there's eight different tests varying from steering, suspension, transmissions, engine performance, mechanical. And if you can pass those eight disciplines, you become a master certified technician. And there are some specialties. You know, they have a light diesel. Uh, there's some hybrid and there obviously more electronic stuff coming in the future. Um, an advanced diagnosis or diagnostic uh, certification. So we, we'd like to have our guys uh, have them take those tests. I think it's important to uh, invest in, you know, they, they, do the, they do similar jobs every day, but there's always things to be learned. Um, the ASC testing is a really good basis of standardization, so you kind of get a feel for everyone's at. Um, you know, most all of our guys are ASC master certified technicians. You know, it's kind of something that we're always kind of working on with ongoing training. So, you know, I don't – it's not a requirement in our state to have, um, have that. Uh, there are some programs or some other um, – uh, maybe third-party payers, you know, some of these uh, extended warranties or some of these things that require it. So, obviously, we're qualified for that, and, and most places are. You know, if you walk in, you see your mechanic, you can look on the wall, and oftentimes there's those 
plaques on the wall like we have at Lloyd that you've seen many yeah. times. Now, how often do you or the guys have to uh, qualify or take these uh, tests, these certification tests? They're recertified, I believe, every five years. I think okay. I have. I think I'm next year or the year after. Um, and I always get a little bit nervous. You know, I'm taking them. I've never, I've never failed one yet, so knock on wood. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's uh, each, each year, you know, some of the stuff is like, I haven't seen this or thought about this in so long. But it's uh, it's good. It makes you think about it and kind of gives you a full a full spectrum of the vehicle and how things work. You know, we don't do a lot of um, internal transmission type repairs. That's more of a specialty thing. But it's important to understand how they work. So when you're diagnosing something, you have the understanding of what's going on inside of there. So you can kind of use that critical thinking to come up with a, a solution to a problem. Yeah. Well, thank, thanks to our listener for uh, for asking. That was a good question. A good answer as well. Uh, hang on, uh, Nick. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Again, inviting our listeners. We already have uh, some text messages. Uh, if you'd like to call in your car care question or send a text, either way, here is the number, 651-461-9226. Right now in the Twin Cities, New Temp, we dropped one degree in the past hour, 73 degrees here in News Talk 830 WCCO. And a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our uh, Car Care Show. We're here every Saturday in the uh, 7 o'clock hour. Thanks to Nick Stoffel, who, again, is an ASC certified technician at Lloyd's Automotive. He runs that joint there. Uh, exactly, uh, Nick, let's uh, pin you guys down here. Where, where are you located for folks that want to get in touch? How do we do that? Well, I know he's there. Oh, sorry about that. I my ear pads fell off. Um, oh, <laughs> so we're we're we're, we're uh, as, as you know we're uh, at the corner of Grand and Chatsworth, which is two blocks east of Lexington Parkway on Grand nine eight two Grand Avenue, yellow yellow brick building, green awnings. Um, if you're ever out to lunch or in the neighborhood, swing by and say hi. If you ever have a question or um, need, need a little help, feel free to give us a call six five one two two eight one three one six. And then if you're on your device or your, your computer there, check out our website at lloydsautomotive.net. Very good, uh, Nick. We'll uh, give you that information when Nick takes his leave, which is close to 745 this morning. In the meantime, uh, don't wait. If you have any kind of a car or truck or van problem uh, and you want to know what could be ailing, give us a call or text. Either way, number is 651 uh, Texter says this, Nick, uh, 2015 Subaru Outback, well-maintained, runs great. Lately, they've noticed a little squeak that happens at the end of a right turn. Not sure whether it's coming from the wheels, the steering equipment. Uh, do you have any ideas? How would you check that out or your crew there uh, with that Subaru? Well, um, like, like many of these noise-type situations, the information like they had mentioned, near the end of a stop or end of a turn. Um, you know, we're going to have to try to duplicate that and drive it. Maybe we have to get a couple people in the vehicle. Uh, sometimes we go to a parking lot and make circles and somebody stands outside the vehicle. Um, you know, we, we're going to do whatever we can to try to duplicate and pinpoint that noise. Oftentimes, the noise that you only hear when you're moving, you can't duplicate inside of a shop and, you know, lift it in the air. So we try to do everything we can to say, okay, hey, we located it in this front right corner or this corner of the vehicle. 
pull the vehicle in and then very carefully get underneath, you know, with the flashlight mirror, whatever you need, and start to try to find uh, any signs of, you know, if something was rusty and loose, maybe there's a little bit of a rust material there, something's been rubbing, maybe it's rubbed clean, uh, anything that might be loose, binding, you know, so you, you kind of go through the whole gauntlet of uh, options to try to find that. And, you know, the, the truth is sometimes it takes some time to really, get, you know, find those things, but we do everything we can. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, I would say something like that. Maybe it's an end of a turn. I think maybe something with a tie rod. Um, I think something maybe with a ball drain, these items are ball and socket items that are spinning a little bit. So there might be a little bit of movement in that part making some noise. But a little bit of detective work on you or your crew's part, and uh, you should be able to solve that problem. Um, here's another text, Nick. It says uh, it's a 2012 Ford Fiesta with an engine light on. They say when we had the light checked, uh, it said that a cylinder was not working properly. The car still runs, but it doesn't have as much power. Can we still drive the car before we get it fixed? And what do you think might be wrong? Well, if um, I'm, mean, you know, we're a few assumptions here. It's likely it's like a misfire um, that's being detected there. So one of the one of the four cylinders isn't working up to uh, where it should be. So you're running on three. Now, a couple of things that's very difficult on the balance of the engine. You know, if you're taking um, in an engine's designed to be running and rotating. Uh, in, in a balanced manner, and if you're missing one of the four, um, it's not going to be. So th- that's um, one issue. The other issue is if whatever's going on becomes a bigger problem and starts to affect the other cylinders, that vehicle might not be running much longer. So this is one of those cases where we have a problem. We should get it identified, get it repaired before we make the problem much bigger and likely more expensive. Okay. This next one, I think, is uh, something uh, you and Dan have, have answered before. In fact, taught me that maybe maybe there is another answer. Good morning. This one says, um, the engine and traction control lights came on in my 2011 Toyota Camry on the way home from Duluth. The tire inflation light has been on for months, but the tire pressure is fine. Any thoughts? How about, how about the possibility of the tire pressure question? What do you think? Yes. So, you know, uh, there are sensors in all four tires. If the light is on, um, and, and sometimes depending on the vehicle, the spare tire, which can throw you for a loop, all my tire pressures are good. Why is the light still on? Check the spare. You know, a lot of full-size spares have a sensor there. So, um, you know, it, it's difficult because everybody's going to manage and take care of their vehicle a little bit differently. And, um, those lights are a warning. There's something wrong within that system. So the tire light, there's a low tire or a bad sensor. You know, the traction light and the engine light are probably somehow related. Um, and you need you need to have somebody access the computer, not just get the codes and say, oh, it's related to this, but do the diagnosis to figure out why. You know, the, these warnings, we don't want to have a situation where um, you, you end up with a simple fix that's ignored and becomes much more complex or that maybe even leaves you stranded somewhere, or, you know, yeah. you know where, where, where you don't want to be. So, so get it checked out, and uh, yeah, follow through with not just the code, but uh, follow through with, uh, with the rest, the rest of, get those rest of those questions answered. All right, I'm getting a signal here. We need to take a break for uh, the weather forecast, so let's do that. We have a few more minutes remaining in our car care show. If you have a question, call us or text us. The number, 651-461-9226. Here on News Talk 830 WCCO.
And again, a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here, along with ASC Certified Technician Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive in uh, St. Paul on Grand Avenue. Nick, we have uh, texters, a bunch of text messages uh, that we can field here before you take your leave, which is going to be in just a few minutes from now. Uh, Here's another one. What is the best way to test a charging system, battery, alternator, on a 2013 BMW X5? Well, I suppose that depends on what uh, what kind of issues you're having. But, you know, we have, um, you know, some scan tools you can actually watch the charge rate. Um, you know, you can use a, an electrical systems tester, you know, and what most shops are equipped with. You can see the output of the alternator, the, the starter. Um, but I get, I'm assuming there's more to this question here. Um, you know, there isn't uh, – technology has changed. You know, the, the days of a carbon pile to test a battery isn't really – the way we do things in some vehicles, some vehicles yeah, we still do, but on this vehicle, it's a little more advanced. You can, if you have the appropriate scan tool, you can see what's going on within that electrical system through the scan tool. So like you said, it could, uh, we got to get kind of the, a little more information on the, for the reason why. Here's uh, another text, uh, Nick, about a 2013 Chevy Tahoe. The steering makes a whirring sound when turning either direction. Do you think this is a cause for concern? I, I think so. I, you know, my uh, over the phone, my my assumption is that have somebody check the fluid level. I'm thinking that the fluid might be down enough so when you're putting a little bit load on that pump, you're hearing some noise because it's laboring because there's not, not enough fluid to create the pressure and the lubrication. So someone should check the fluid level if it's low. Someone should look a little bit further for a leak. Okay. This uh, listener says I'm getting a bad knocking noise in our 06 Sebring. Uh, could it possibly be a rod of bearing or or lifters? It, it could be if it's uh, if it's on the lighter side of things. If it's you know um, a, a lifter or something on the upper half of the motor, let's check the oil level number one. If it's clean and full, okay. And if there's something that's um, on the upper half, like I was mentioning, it's probably more be repairable. Unfortunately, if it's in the lower end, as you mentioned, rod, you know, bearing that type of thing, oftentimes that's uh, deeper in the engine, which isn't very easily repaired. So I would have somebody look at that to make sure we don't have a deeper problem. If it's something on the more surface, get that report, get that repaired or at least assessed. Here's another interesting question. For those that didn't hear the beginning of the show, we had a question about uh, what does ASE stand for when we introduced Nick as an ASE certified technician. Uh, this question is, well, I heard you say ASE, but what does SAE mean? I see that on all. As a matter of fact, I just bought a set of metric um, hex keys the other day, and I was making sure they were metric because that's what I needed, and yet the others said ASE, various tools, oil, SAE. So it has nothing to do with ASE. What is SAE as far as uh, what you know? Uh, it is, what is it? <laughs> it's something like um, this. Is it like the Society of Automotive uh, Engine, Engineers or something? Yeah, yeah I it, think it, that's what uh, it is. Uh, it's like the standard fractional type tools, which, you know, we don't use as much as the metric type stuff. But it's a, it was a way they standardized sizes, I think, you know, way long ago where, so you, you had, you only needed so many different wrenches and if they all fit in with like a, three-eighths, half-inch, three-quarter-inch, whatever it may be, they had a standardized sizing for those uh, bolts and nuts, so therefore the tools would fit. So 
So that's my understanding. I don't, I honestly don't know completely, but my understanding is that it was a way to make everything fit together. Well, while we were talking, uh, Nick, our research department uh, came up with, with this information. SAE International, formerly named the Society of Automotive Engineers, is a United States-based, globally active professional association and standards-developing organization for engineering professionals in various industries. More than you wanted to know, but that's that's the story. SAE, good question, though. Kind of a follow-up from the, from the a, uh, ASC. In the meantime, let's see who else has a problem with their vehicles. Um, 2013 Chev Tahoe steering. No, we heard that. Um, they are getting a bad, uh, whatever happened. That was the Sebring. Okay. For check, you know, this, this is a, uh, the reason I'm hesitating. It, it, it doesn't say what it is, but I see it's a, a reply to an earlier text about the, uh, uh pressure tire uh, sensors. Uh, check the TPMS battery for an early on uh, that earlier call. You guys uh, see that a lot and tire pressure mechanisms on the uh, sensors, batteries. Well, they but they're uh, most of them are actually built into the sensor. Uh, they're not really designed to be replaced. Mm-hmm. Now, an, another little tidbit that we usually see is if the light is on solid. And this isn't foolproof, but it's another nugget, right? If the light is on solid, usually it's a pressure related issue. If the light is flashing. Typically, that means that the, the system's not identifying one of the wheels. So if the light's flashing, it likely means there's a sensor communication problem. But on solid, you usually think that one of the tires is low. So that's just another, another piece of information to, to you know, take in consideration. Uh, Nick, this uh, does not say what kind of vehicle the problem is. It's, I guess it's uh, more of a general question about the FOB, you know, the key FOB problems on automobiles. Uh, outside of battery uh, replacement, what? Uh, how else can you solve? What else could be wrong? Texter says, uh, "I'm having trouble uh, starting my car with the fob, uh, and I've changed the battery twice." Well, there's, you know, the uh, the responder and the transmitter. You know, the obviously the the fob is sending the signal, but is the component in the vehicle that antenna is it seeing that? So. Um, sometimes there's a few steps and depending on the vehicle, different procedure to determine maybe the, the key fob itself is, needs replacement, right? And I, I don't want to assume, but also there's an antenna in the vehicle that's seeing that signal and sending that to the ignition system to allow it to operate. So there's, there's a, if it's not working at all, there's a break in that system. If it's working poorly, well, maybe the fob is not able to send that signal you know, maybe the clue is the closer I get to the vehicle, the easier it is to operate. I mean, there's there's a few variables there, but if it's not working entirely, someone needs to kind of get into that and figure out um, what's going on. Now, if you look in your manual, a lot of vehicles, you know, if your push button's not working, if you take and put the key right near the actual push button, you kind of eliminate the need for the uh, the antenna and the distance because they're right next to each other. So read the manual. A lot of times it'll be like a fail-safe system where you can put the actual fob right next to the push button, and that will get the vehicle to start. Um, but but you, that's something you pro- you want to get looked at. You don't want to be, <laughs> no, no, here I am, and my car won't start. So. And you you still recommend, don't do you not, and I still have to do that myself, uh, is if you have a key within that fob, that there still is a key with the uh, 
the car to use that once in a while to kind of loosen up your door locks and keep them, make sure they're working properly before winter comes, right? Absolutely. I would, you know, I would say um, in, now that it's on everyone's mind, you know, if you've opened up a lot of those fobs, have a blade that's come out, and oftentimes in the driver's door itself, there is a lock cylinder, and you can unlock that cylinder, you know, like you said, exercise it left and right, left and right, just to kind of free it up. So in the event that you have a dead battery or something, you know, another issue, you can still gain access to that vehicle. I think we have time for maybe one more, and I know we've dealt with this issue before. Uh, I'm wondering, this texter says, I've heard friends of mine have told me that once in a while you should use a premium or at least above-grade gasoline when you fill up instead of just your regular, which is what's called for, that uh, he said that if I use this friend, uh, a premium or a better grade once in a while, the car runs better. Is that necessarily true, or can it be true? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, a lot of vehicles require different octane fuel. You know, the higher grade stuff. You know, if you, you know, it's a few cents more a gallon. Um, you know, it, it just like many of those additives that we can run through the fuel system, I don't think that they're bad necessarily. But they're not. If you're having a problem, it's probably not going to fix it. So, you know, if you're if you're finding that you're buying a lower grade fuel or maybe an off brand fuel and you're not getting, you're getting a little more detonation or not quite the pickup that you're used to. And then you're using more, maybe a more uh, branded company or something that you see a little more on a regular basis. Um, and it's a few cents more and you notice that your vehicle runs a little bit better. That might have a little to do with the octane or some of the additives in the fuel. Um, so, you know, each, each car is different. Each person's preference is different. Um, Running a higher grade fuel, you know, it's it just a little higher octane. It burns at a little different rate. Um, does it hurt anything? No. Is it going to fix something? I, I, no, it's not going to fix something, but it might help clean a little something out. But it's probably yeah. not going to make a significant difference. Absolutely. Nick, we got to run. Always a pleasure. If uh, we need your help there, Lloyds, how do we find you guys? Uh, as you know, Danny, we're at 982 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Um, if you ever have to give us a call, you got a question or a follow-up, uh, 651-228-1316. And if you're in front of your, your computer there, we're at lloydsautomotive.net, and that's uh, L-L-O-Y-D-S automotive.net. Let's uh, try this again next week. What do you say? That'd be wonderful. All right. Thanks, Nick. Have a good week. Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive. Stay tuned next for Jack Farrell's Wine Chat. Then Mary Meyer from the U of M will be answering all of your lawn and garden questions in the 8 o'clock hour. That's all straight ahead here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.